0: The Mind Aware, 151.
1: Ready, fire, aim. I can do anything I want with my life and no one can stop me. Once you shift these habits and you do it long enough, it becomes so easy and natural. I am on a ball in outer space. I bet you try salad tomorrow for breakfast after hearing this get a tattoo on your forehead that says shift your focus, It will make it so easy.
0: Music comes from the space between the notes. Bam,
1: that's it. No truer words have been spoken. I love it. What kind of business do you want? Do you want a brick and mortar or do you want a click and order? I want people to practice good legal hygiene. I'm a foodie too. hello everyone this is dana wild with the mind aware show and welcome so do you ever have those thoughts in your head of self-doubt or criticism or maybe not believing in yourself or wondering you know why you why should you be the one to step up why should you be the one to build a business what do you have to say that not everybody else says well guess what We all have those limiting voices, and I have got just the person to talk to you about this today. His name is Aaron Anastasi, and his new book, The Voice of Your Dreams, is out, and I'm telling you, this guy has done it all. He's done so much. He built a business. His YouTube channel, Superior Singing Method, has got 10.5 million views. Holy free holies, right? 100,000 subscribers plus He's out there, serial entrepreneur, really doing it, and now this new book, The Voice of Your Dreams, really talks about those limiting voices, those things that really hold us back from really being successful. So welcome to the show, Aaron.
2: Thank you, Dane. I'm honored to be here. You're doing great work, and I appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you so much. So, actually, let's talk about that. Now, I made a statement in the opening saying we've all got limiting voices. Is that really true? That's kind of universal, just part of being raised human in any culture that you're going to have some self-doubt?
2: Yeah, and at least in my experience, I mean, certainly even I think of myself, and and I've had a number of failure, of number of failures, I've had millions of failures. I've had a number of successes. I mean, even just recently, my book hit the top, you know, Amazon bestseller list, and I woke up the next day with the thought. This isn't going to last. What am I going to do? It's just like all of a sudden I'm like, you're going to be a flash in the pan. It's like all of a sudden these limiting voices, like it's like they never quite totally go away. Yeah. So my book talks a lot about how to how to manage them, how to handle them, how to turn down the voices of limitation and turn up the volume of success. I, I mean, for me, my my primary one that got me started even writing this book in the first place, and that I began to examine and redesign, you know, years and years ago, was this idea of I don't have what it takes. The even deeper thing was there's something wrong with me. There's something inherently wrong with me. Other people get it, and I don't. And I found that that's a pretty universal one as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you hit it straight on here. And I think it's an unrealistic expectation if people think that, The voices are just going to go away because I think anytime you're dreaming bigger or you're pushing yourself or you're stepping out, you're going to bump up against those kind of thoughts. But I love what you said when you said you actually just manage them. And that's really a nice word. And so give me an example of what that process looks like. How do you manage it when you get something that rises to the surface like that?
2: Yeah, I've I've got a bunch of different strategies that I talk about in the book, but let me just talk about a couple briefly. I mean, one of them is one of them is just I get immediately into action. And so what whatever it is when, for instance, when I was writing my book, I had all these limiting voices. You don't have anything original. Say you're a fraud, you're a fake, you're a phony. Nobody's going to, you know, if you even finish writing this book, which let's be honest, you don't always finish what you start. Even if you finish it, nobody's going to publish it. Nobody's going to read it. So those are the kinds of limiting voices that, that were going on in my head. But what I found was that if I could just commit to a small amount of action, action, just like even if it's just three minutes, if I just tell myself, I'm going to sit down and write for just three minutes, and when I sit down right before I sit down, the voices are shouting as loud as they can be, and they're trying to get me out of action and checking Facebook and whatever, Mm -hmm. but if I can just get three minutes at a time, not say like, I'm going to block out the whole day to write just a couple minutes at a time, then that begins to silence the limiting voices the more I write, I realize, oh, yeah, I love writing, and then the voices are silenced, and I'm just in that mode of, oh, I love writing, and two hours later, I'm still writing, and the voices have, have gone away. So that's one thing, because action eradicates fear, and those limiting voices are where a lot most of our fears come from.
1: And I like that you mentioned that it's a small action. And I've been thinking about this and toying with this myself recently, because what I'm wondering is, do you think it's that your attention is now the focus has changed? So when you're sitting there with your limiting voices, you're focusing on the limiting voices. But when you shift your attention and now you're focused on what's this thing I'm going to do now, now it's almost like you've replaced that thought loop that's going in your head. Does that make sense?
2: It makes a hundred percent sense, and he, and here's why. Because for me, um, I've come to find for myself that whatever I focus on grows, and not only does it grow, but I I begin to find evidence for that thing being true. And so, what, one thing I talk about in the book is is unearthing these limiting voices and redesigning them so we have a, a different shift and a and a different focus. And mm-hmm. I one example is I what, one thing I I had. <laughs> And this is a little bit of a shift. This is uh, one of the ways that we have limiting voices is is what what's called rackets. We have these things that these complaints that repeat in our mind these limiting voices, and they could be about a situation like that industry's too hard to break into. It's oversaturated. I don't have what it takes. It could be around a circumstance or endeavor, but it could also be toward a person and And I found one of my limiting voices that was affecting my relationship with my beautiful, lovely wife, who's the the crown of my existence is that one of my things I was saying about her in my mind was, she's late again. That that was another form of a limiting voice. Oh, she's late again. And I found uh, there's one chapter in my book that's called What a Racket. And I found that this was actually a racket. So if I, and I break it down in this four part structure where we have a complaint and then we say, what's the associated behavior? And my associated behavior with that complaint was I would get irritable with my wife, I would get distant and from her. And then the, and then the next step, and this is the more in insidious part that we don't usually realize is, why am I keeping this voice alive? Because somehow I'm complicit in keeping this voice alive. If 50,000 thoughts go through my mind every day, why am I choosing to hold on to this one? What payoffs am I getting? And I came to find that I would repeat this limiting voice, she's late again, uh, because it was it would make me feel superior I was feeling dominated and maybe victimized by that thought so I would feel superior when I would put the blame on her and I would get to be right and then I can make her wrong so it's getting all these payoffs that I didn't realize and then the, the fourth step is this idea of uh, okay well what is it costing me well if I keep this complaint alive it could eventually it could cost me intimacy in my marriage it could eventually cost me my marriage and so that's another way that I, that I look at my limiting voices how am I complicit how How am I keeping this alive and why what payoffs and then what is it costing me? And so when it pops up again, I can make a more authentic decision with more information knowing what's going on in the background.
1: Yeah, it makes total sense. And it's interesting because, you know, it really carries that theme through of limiting beliefs, whether the limiting belief is about you or about somebody else. And you get to make the decisions, you get to make the choice on how do you want to connect with this person? How do you want to show up for them and have them show up for you? And I can imagine that when you're willing to do that kind of mental work, it ends up enhancing and deepening the relationship. And so what's the first step in this? How do you notice or become aware or do you have any tips or cheats for how you kind of start this process?
2: Yeah. I mean, my, my, my first, I mean, by my book, <laughs> I mean, that, my book talks a lot about that, but no, um, getting a coach is really helpful. I've got a coach. I, I am a coach and, and that's a big thing that we work with is this unearthing and redesigning limiting voices. But for the people who don't want to go those, those two routes just yet is finding, if you can find out what your persistent complaints are, complaints are the way into this more, more than anything, but more persistent complaints, not like, oh, it's cold in this room right now, but a more persistent complaint that you hear all the time, a tape that's repeating in your head, These, we have these tapes that are like nothing new or novel, they're just saying the same things like... YouTube is too oversaturated and I'm I can't start a channel and and anybody ever ever hearing it because it's just too oversaturated like that would be like a persistent complaint that somebody might see over and over so if you can hone in on a couple of those then you can see kind of where some of your rackets are your limiting voices are and you can begin to redesign those and let me just tell you one more story after so this whole idea of redesigning like what What does that mean? Yeah, I would love to redesign, Aaron, but how do I redesign my limiting voices? Um, I had one client who who had a limiting voice, and she was a brilliant client. She was a Harvard grad and lawyer and all this stuff and consultant and doing beautiful things, TED Talk and speaking about diversity and inclusion, just a wonderful woman, and she had a million-dollar business, but she wanted to uh, – part of her was like, if I made more money, I could have a bigger impact in what I'm doing, but then what she discovered was this internal limiting voice that money is evil, and this is another – I found another common limiting voice, money is evil. And so when we began to look at that and really examine, okay, like an like an investigator, an interrogator, like, is that true? Is money evil? What would you do if you had more money? And so she began to list all these things, all these beautiful things that she would do with money. And so began to redesign that and see that and relate to money and see it more as just a resource and as a tool to do the things that she wanted to do. In the next year, she went from a million dollar company to $1.6 million company, and she's on that trajectory to double that this upcoming year. So it's really interrogating these voices and finding out what's what's either as true or more true that's potentially opposite or much different than what we're believing.
1: Yeah, very good. And I think that is a really common one. You know, we're all just affected by this culture, and so it makes sense that you'd have those kind of limiting beliefs crop up. Great example. And I love this idea of paying attention to the complaints. You know, even if you practice positive thinking and all that for a while, I know I've done this exercise where you just try not to complain for 24 hours, and you you get to the end of the day, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm a big whiner. <laughs> it's like amazing. You don't even realize it. So awesome examples all around, Aaron. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Aaron Anastasi. He's the author of The Voice of Your Dreams. And actually, go over to that website and check it out, thevoiceofyourdreams.com, and you will learn all about his book, and you'll see. I mean, just such good stuff, really resonates with the kind of people who are brain trainers and listening to this show. I know you're going to really appreciate this book. We'll be right back in just a second after this quick break, and when I come back, we're going to talk about what he would recommend as a tip, something you can do today to start turning this around. We'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Do you ever wish you had someone you could call for advice about your business? Maybe you want someone to look over your marketing strategy or evaluate your Facebook page. If so, then Buy Your Side from The Mind Aware is for you. Learn more at joinbyyourside.com. Buy Your Side is a program where you have access to the best experts in the area of direct sales, marketing, leadership, social media, and more. That's joinbyyourside.com. And we didn't leave out mindset or your personal goals either. By Your Side has happiness, nutrition, fitness, and tapping experts, too. It's your one stop for the best advice for the best you. Check out JoinByYourSide.com and have the best coaches by your side.
1: This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware, and we are back talking to Aaron Anastasi. You know, he's had so many different successes in business. Right now, he's got the Superior Singing Method, and his YouTube channel has over a hundred thousand subscribers, ten point five million views, and growing. I'm sure by the time you hear this, there's probably going to be more than that. I mean, he's out there having these successes, and yet. He realizes that part of the process, part of part and parcel of being human, is you're gonna have limiting thoughts and limiting beliefs. And so this latest book, The Voice of Your Dreams, that's out right now, really addresses that. How do you turn down the voices of limitation and turn up the voice of success? And this book tells you step by step, the voice of your dreams dot com. Aaron, let's say somebody's listening to this right now and they're thinking, like, okay this sounds good. I get the advice. I should go out and get the book or I should get a coach or I should start to pay attention to my complaints. Is there anything else that you can think of that would be just some parting tip or parting advice that you could give people who are trying to make this shift in themselves?
2: Yeah. And and this is one, this isn't something I ever like heard or read, but something that I just started doing myself is I've got I've got But there's actually a chapter in the book called The Truth About You Now because of this. But I I have a list on my phone. It's called The Truth About You. And then I have another list called Big Wins. And so I I love the idea of positive thinking. But for me, like generic positive thoughts or affirmations didn't really connect with me at like a heart level. And so this truth about you and this big wins list is things that people I respect have said about me, specific truths that counter specific. Lies, and so um, one thing I've been doing in the past couple of years is I'm, I'm doing more acting and filmmaking, and I've got all these limiting voices about how I'm too I'm too old, I'm too far behind, I'm 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 not good, I suck at this, or whatever it is. And so one of the one of the things that my teacher, and he's also a famous actor, said to me is he said, "I consider you a professional actor. You have a very natural quality to your acting." And so that's a very specific truth from somebody I highly respect. Counters a very specific lie. So I didn't just let it encourage me in the moment. I captured it and I put it in my truth about you list. And so I have 25 quotes from people that I respect that are specific truths that counter specific lies in my life. So now when I go each morning, I review this list every single morning to get me more centered and locked in about what is as true or more true about myself than you're not going to make it you're a failure you're like those thoughts that come up in the morning because i still struggle with these thoughts in the morning so in the big wins list similarly i just list the things that i've accomplished that i'm proud of so i i remind myself what i'm capable of more than you're going to fail today or that kind of stuff
1: very nice. It's really like you can have it right in your pocket all day long, right on your phone. If you've got a smartphone, you can type it right in. You have it at your ready. I just I love that. Very, very clever. Super idea, Erin. This was fun. Thank you so much for being here.
2: Dana, my pleasure. Absolutely.
1: Well, I really enjoyed that. And I, I know you did too. And you know, the things that Aaron's talking about here, sometimes we think these voices are so big, and they're so scary, and I'm never going to get over it. And I'm so negative. And then we beat ourselves up about beating ourselves up and, and as it goes down the road. <laughs> but these are really easy ideas, easy shifts that you can make right now, today, you can start taking a look at this and wondering, am I complaining a lot? What am I complaining about? What are the consistent things that I've got out of loop? How can I turn those around How can I start to create a list of evidence that supports me? How can I start to put down things that other people say about me that make me feel good as a reminder that this is the truth? Those voices aren't the truth. This is the stuff that's the truth. What are my big wins? How can I change my focus? And instead of focusing on that limiting belief, even focus on action. Spend a few minutes taking some baby steps, something to shift your awareness and shift your focus because you know that's what it's about here. You can think in your head. You're the only one who can think in your head. And isn't it time that you turned down those voices of limitation and turned up the voice of success? You can start today, and we will see you next time on The Mind Aware. Well, it starts with you feeling good.
2: So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good.
1: Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. go get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not to see you, but to be with you today.
2: <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs>
1: Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you are clear, what you choose to show up in your life will,
0: and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Thank you for listening to the Mind Aware Show, and remember to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Aware. Please join us for tomorrow's episode. You deserve it.